spend approximately $1,800 per person per year on training and development. Now that could be internal, it could be external, it could be attending a conference or a convention. A lot of times it is coaching. They spend money on coaching, which those that get coached, they actually spend more money than $1,800 on a coaching program. I'm Becky Pike Pluth with the Bob Pike Group, and today I'm digging a little deeper into making sure that learning is for everyone, that it's not just three people that get to go and learn something, but we make it accessible for our entire organization. Companies are growing bigger and bigger and bigger. They're combining, they're being merged, and what we find when things grow is that it's harder to scale and spread our training. We end up maybe doing new hire training, and everybody goes through that, but then as they get into their roles and their jobs, it kind of fades out. And although Deloitte and Touche says, yep, we're still spending approximately you know, fourteen to $1,800 a year on training, the challenge is making sure that it's for everyone within the organization, including leadership and management. Make sure that everybody knows that they have access to learning whether it's a webinar that you're hosting, whether it's microlearning that's already been done, e-learning that's on your portal, live face-to-face training that you have within your organization. Maybe it's external and you're going to Training Mag Network and you're able to listen to one of their 400 webinars for free every single year. ATD also hosts um, Association for Talent and Development. They also host a bunch of free webinars every single year. So it's like, okay, how are we making it accessible for everyone? And just-in-time training is really important. And so making it accessible isn't just saying, hey, sign up for a class. It's also saying it's just-in-time right when you need it. If I train somebody on something uh, and then they don't use it for 60 days, 90 days, or, or longer, it's really not helpful. The second piece is to make sure that that content is has a wide variety. One of the things we teach in our classes is 55 ways to add variety or 110 ways to add variety. We want to make sure that the content continues to be fresh and engaging and, of course, relevant, but not stagnant, which happens when we just do the same class over and over. I know some of you right now are thinking of a video that you're still showing, and it's from like the 1970s. Consider updating it, people. Uh, I tell you what, these days you can just make something without it being super professional, and it can be not, it, it ends up being funny and witty because you're creating it yourselves. The third thing is, how are you delivering? I earlier just mentioned a bunch of different ways, but if you have a global audience, we need to make sure that there's a mix of both technology as well as just live face-to-face skills being taught. Um, if you're in a, an organization that's smaller, maybe you're not having opportunities to create e-learning because you're a company of like 25 people. In that case, it's going to be more in the mentoring and the coaching and really looking at specific different classes to send someone through every single year. At the Bob Pike Group, I am continuously learning, not even, <laughs> I don't have to pay for it all the time because sometimes I go and speak at conventions, but I always make sure to stay an extra day to learn for myself because you can always gather something from someone else and learn something. So it's that continuous improvement in a lot of different delivery methodologies, especially if you're a small company or a large global company.
Uh, the fourth is innovation versus creation. We need to make sure that our IP, intellectual property, is unique to us, but also really savvy. So innovation is when we take something and we add to it or we modify it. So there are a lot of really great programs out there that you can purchase off the shelf or you can send people through and that can work for a lot of us. Uh, and, and innovating is just modifying a little bit to make it work for your company. But creation is where you have something from scratch, brand new, never been done before. And that might be where internally you're creating courses that are specific to the needs of your company. And so really consider, do I need to create from scratch or can I innovate and, and have something that someone's already created, modify it a little bit and make it work for us? So ask yourself, can I just purchase it off the shelf or do we need to create it from scratch? So whether you're making your content accessible, uh, having a wide variety from webinars to face-to-face -to, -face to just in time training, whether you're creating versus innovating or delivering it in lots of different ways because you're a small company, medium or large, we wanna make sure that we're really focusing in on those four things. Thanks for listening. I'm Becky Pike-Pluth with the Bob Pike Group and this is your creative training tip.